You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. And I'm going to take a minute as people start to see that we're on to log on and uh, get a chance to hear us, see us from the beginning. As they're doing that, just a couple of things to keep in mind. If you're on Facebook Live and most likely you've got the notification, feel free to drop us a line in the chat. And we will try to get it on as we see fit. Uh, We love to hear your comments. And we thank everyone who jumps on every week and hang out with us. So this is our wrestling talk for the week. Uh, I guess let me say this. uh, How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, I know mine was great. Lots of food in place. Sin City, was was there? What did you do, man? How, How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was actually uh, very laid back. Um, went and uh, hung out at Buffalo Wild Wings and ah. watched some watched plenty of football and okay. uh, hung out with some friends and yeah, it was good. It was just uh, it was a good day. Did Are- you get turkey turkey wings? Uh, actually, no, I did not. But thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, how about them Raiders? That's right. Yeah. Hey, hey, I don't want to see that look on an expression on your face, Sin City. There's a reason why we can be good when we want to be good and be bad when we want to be bad. Right? If you say so. <laughs> you know, and uh, Michaels, I guess you're excited about your uh, Chicago. No. Oh. <laughs> They fucking beat the Lions. Big deal. They almost lost it. Who cares? A win is a win is a win. Come on, man. No, no. If you're a shitty team, a loss is better because you get a higher draft pick. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Oh, well. Well, we'll see what happened next time. All right, guys. Uh, Again, everyone, thanks for hopping on. Uh, We're about to jump into our wrestling talk, so let's get started. We love... Starting off with Raw and SmackDown, WWE for the week. All right. Let's be real, man. I, 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 let me, let me be honest with you. When RK Bro first started, uh, I was very critical. And mostly because of, of Riddle. Just this whole idea, which you guys explained it to me. All right. This is why you're not getting it. <laughs> okay. And, and, and I get that. But boy. After he came out, though, as Randy Orton this past week, that was pure comedy. It was pure comedy, and it doesn't take away from the abilities of what he can do in the ring. 
I could uh, I could tell you now that I am a fan of RK Bro. I finally have because I've always been a fan of Randy, and I've liked Riddle, but I don't like Riddle in in the role he's in. But after this, I I found myself going, all right, I like these guys, you know. So finally, they're doing something that uh that has that has has worked with me. But that's with me. What on Raw did you did you guys like or disliked or or SmackDown that you liked or disliked? I mean, it was a lot that took place. What you say? Anybody? Uh, it, honestly, you uh, you kind of stole my thunder on on the comment on RK Bro. That that oh. was probably one of the best things that I saw on Raw. Um, quite honestly, I was laughing my ass off during right. the entire match, <laughs> and it, it did its job. Absolutely. I mean, he lost his mustache. He lost his the the the. Uh, what was that the beard? Um, the little soul patch, right? Yeah, he lost it all, but uh, but but, but looking great. So so yeah, that comedy was was awesome. Um, hey, you know the biggest news of the week? I guess we should really jump into though is what happened to Seth Rollins. Uh, first off, Seth, we always know this guy. He he's he's just a genius. Period, you know, on the mic in the ring, but after after coming off of uh, of the match and and walking back, he gets attacked by a fan who apparently felt he was doing something for the culture, the people. I don't have or a, the bloodline. The bloodline, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know they do get one of these issues that happen. It seems like once a year somebody wants to to do that, and I don't. I never understand why. But because they go to Brooklyn every year. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you, after it happened, I mean, I was shocked to see because I, of course, I don't watch Raw live, so I saw all the videos that took place before I watched it. So I was I was already waiting to see what happened when I watched the show. And it's amazing that as quickly as they pulled out of the camera and started playing the uh the recap of the match, they went back to him and he was still like in the character as if he just didn't get attacked, which just shows you how great he could be. Cause I, I don't know, I could probably be pissed if he'd be like, you know, fuck that. I'm going to the back, you know, yeah, and, and, and possibly go whoop his ass some more, you know, for doing that. But he, he stayed in character, you know? So, I mean, shout out to Seth for, for what it is. And then came back later the night. So, yeah, well, well, you know, the, I think their biggest flaw was uh, not uh, bringing that guy to McMahon's office to find out if that guy stole the million dollar egg, the hundred million dollar egg, <laughs> which Fuck is that. by far Steve's favorite thing in wrestling, the hundred million thousand billion dollar egg. Right. All, all that I'm going to say about that bullshit is I hope that the money from Netflix was worth it. It was substantial. I'm, 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 I'm just saying. Like, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it legitimately was worth it. Because why else would Vince and the WWE devote two full nights of programming, one on a pay per view and one, uh, you know, on their on their longest running show every week? 
I mean, it had to. It, Jesus God, and it brought Vince out of all people, which we he he don't make any appearances ever. You know, Steve says Jesus God, but at the same time, if uh, anyone approached uh, Tony Khan with oh, that of type course. of money, yeah, he know that motherfucker would be like, oh. sure. Oh yeah, without question, dude. And, and and that's the thing is, I'm not I'm not disputing that at all. And then he'd and then he'd uh, they'd accidentally show the egg getting out of the ambulance <laughs> where you could see it that it wasn't injured. So. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, Equating the egg to Shaq. <laughs> hey, they're both worth a hundred billion trillion million dollars. So apparently, pretty much. Hey, can we just uh, can we just say that um, that egg actually was less plastic than Carmela's face? Oh, wow! I'm just saying, she put that mask on. It's like plastic on her face, so. Sure, that's what you meant. Well, that's what I said. And they're the new tag team champions. The Queen and Barbie are winning the uh, tag titles over Ripley and Nikki. I guess we're firing her on the next round of cuts. Ash? <laughs> Nikki future endeavored. Yeah. Oh, man. That's <laughs> not good. But I can Nikki still see F- it. Nikki F.E. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki AFE, yeah. almost almost future almost, endeavored. Almost future endeavored. <laughs> wow. But I will uh, tell you, I don't, I don't, I don't mind them as the new uh, tag team champions. I know. I of mean, of course you wouldn't. I mean, why not? Listen, as as much as you hate, and I'm sure Sin City also hate the Carmella gimmick. Okay, as much as you hate it. I, I, I love when she's on my TV. Oh, you do? Okay. Okay, my bad. My yes. Well, then Matt Michaels, no matter what, she is selling this shit, even if how crazy and ridiculous it is. And I think that is just what's so funny about this shit is the fact she, you know, she's she's playing this shit up too well. It's too it's too crazy, but she's playing it up too well. I got That's why I think I enjoy watching her, despite the fact that, of course, course yeah she's cute i wouldn't title her as the most beautiful of all wwe but cute man she was she was fucking cute three faces ago oh. <laughs> i'm serious no seriously man i i saw pictures uh uh the phone memories come up from uh 2018 when smackdown was here uh just the other day and uh, it's amazing you you go and you look at her then and you look at her now and you're like, why the fuck did you do this to yourself? It's sad. Yeah. I, I really, I, yeah. you know, and that's, and it's not just her, but this is a big cultural thing with plastic surgery, right. especially for people who really don't need plastic surgery. Yeah. And that's the sad thing, man. She was a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. You know, yeah, and um, you know, uh, I mean, of course, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Um, and I'll give it, I mean, at least she actually is just a hair more real than uh, Zelina's accent, so I'll give her that. (laughs) 
Well, you know, as the way you think about Carmela's face is kind of how I I was questioning when I was uh, hanging out with wife and was watching it, and Dana Brooke, who's your new twenty four seven champion, to me she don't she almost don't look like Dana Brooke. I mean, she oh, looks no, completely no. different. Not, not at all. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what the hey. hell? In all seriousness, let's give it up for Dana Brooke actually winning a championship after being in the company for over a decade. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, at least she's got the TBS championship now. I know, right? (laughs) Well, I love how they all of a sudden now the 24-7 apparently is just their TBS championship. Oh, let's just give it to the women. They can hold on to it because no one chased her. Right, All those right. dudes are standing in the right. ring. I was confused on that. I, I, I was like, maybe there were rules to this. Like, women are allowed to... T- I was totally thrown off for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's that. Um, and, yeah. And Raw, uh, Raw that, that egg angle, yeah. um, you know, gave us Austin Theory, which yeah. uh, I just, uh, you know... Man, I I think theory is fucking money. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I mean, I was wondering how how they who they were going to tie that to, and it was perfect uh, that they tied it to him. I mean, I like how he came in there with the with the long face, like man, I know I done something wrong, and and all of that, and then it turns around when he finds out he did something was right. <laughs> And then pulls the selfie. So, and then the match against Big E wasn't bad at all. Wait, yeah, go ahead. Wait, you that? just said the best thing, the best moment of that of the whole night mm-hmm. is when he, he takes that selfie with himself, the egg, and McMahon in the photo. Right. And, Sam, and Sammy Zane goes, and you're in the photo. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. On top of it, he was happy. <laughs> Mr. McMahon is smiling. <laughs> right. In the photo. And Sammy Zane is just like, I, you know, just at wit's end because nobody likes a snitch. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, man. And like I say, uh, and, and shout out to that uh, that main event, too, because it, it was a pretty good match as well. So, um, yeah. So, Raw was pretty good, leading right into um, into SmackDown. Man, um, I want Paul to leave Kayla alone, okay? Just Why? Leave. Because he is just absolutely too mean to her. I felt I felt bad for good. him. Good, <laughs> dude. Good. He said, um, um. Oh, what is the one thing he said? He said, um, uh, I, what, something to the idea of, I only put up with you or something because there's people that like you. There was something to that line he said that I was like, like, fuck, <laughs> you know, that he, uh, I only, I only put up with you because there's one person in Northern Vegas who likes you. Well, that would be I. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. But um but no, that was a that was a great uh segment and everything. And and of course, Steve, you always talk about continuity. They tied it right back to the end, right before it went off. Amazingly, 
Brock Lesnar has uh, suspension has been uplifted now. So how exciting is that? And just watching everybody's face in the back, which is priceless. Just and see. so keep in mind, mm-hmm. keep in mind that just means that Vince himself had to be the one to to re- revoke the suspension. So because Adam didn't know about it either, right? Right, yeah. and and of course, what we're gonna <laughs> now what we're gonna hear <laughs> on Friday night <laughs> because Sammy won the battle royal, right? Yeah, now it's gonna be Sammy going, and he revoked the suspension. <laughs> Like Sammy can't catch the break at all in anything, and it's McMahon yep. now who's behind all this. Yep, right. Which is brilliant. It is. Yeah. And if you, and if you want to say about Roman Reigns how fucking good he is, the Usos have their look on their face, and they're kind of looking down at Paul. Yeah. Paul's got that look on his face, and as the camera is literally starting to, you know, hit that fade. That's when Roman slowly turns his head, and <laughs> and it hits that right as it fucking times out perfectly. It was just amazing. Yeah, how that whole thing ended. That was so good. Yeah, and shout out to um, you know McAfee was also <laughs> saying that that Paul was uh, trying to help Roman know who these people are in the ring because he doesn't know who these people are he's going to be possibly fighting against. <laughs> so he's being he's being he's being told uh who they are. So man, and speaking of commentary, what McAfee Cole and Sonya Deville, wasn't that pretty awesome too? Uh yeah. you know, that was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Um she played it up real well. I mean, we we oh, all, yeah. I mean, t- just shout out to her and and her and just her, you know what she's doing lately and her conspiracy uh, coming against Naomi and look like maybe it's gonna be Sasha now. But I, I love the the commentary between uh, all three of them. Um, uh, Charlotte Fla- Charlotte Flair shoved her pie in uh, Tony Storm's face. Yeah, twice, twice. So yeah. so would you would you say would you say that Tony Storm got cream pied on live tv wow hmm. yeah I, I i i would say that she, uh, I, I i'm just saying uh, i mean literally yes <laughs> i i would i would say that it's it's amazing because those pies smelled like andrade's breath oh boy Hey, he was eating pies backstage. The guy, although he works for a different company, he came backstage. It was Thanksgiving leftovers. What are you going to do? You know, <laughs> just use his fingers in the pie, and that's why it tasted like his breath. He double dipped. That's all. He that's all I'm saying. <laughs> double dipped. Right. Oh, man. That's hilarious. What was that one thing? Uh, uh, McAfee was talking again. Oh, it actually was that match. It was the match with Charlotte and Tony. And I guess Cole said something to the idea of this is going to be, this is going to probably be a messy match. And then McAfee said, yeah, things are messy in my pants right now. And they clearly went like off. Like, did you see that? Did you see that Sand City? It just went off like that. I was like, uh, I don't think you could <laughs> say well, that. It, it was, it- it was all. It was actually after, like, right after the Nakamura entrance. Oh, is that what that? Okay, 
Okay. Yeah. Got you. Because yeah, because okay. he always he always marks the fuck out. He does right for for his entrance. And yeah, yeah, it was. A, yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, they're not gonna let that fly. <laughs> yeah, but but apparently, but apparently, the most offensive thing he said is, uh, "Let's go, Brandon." So, well, and he's gotten a lot of shit for that on both sides. Yeah. It, so he he, the way that he went about it was definitely. Uh, very in your face, but yeah, I mean, obviously the fans were chanting for, you know, let's go Brock or we want Brock or whatever. Yeah. And, um, so obviously, um, he said, are they chanting? Let's go Brandon. And I, it, at first when I heard it, I was like, Oh shit, here we go. Um, so yeah, that happened. Wow. Yeah. And both sides, both sides. Yeah. Are like on the internet, just going absolutely insane. And it's oh, just I know. That's, People are losing their shit. They're losing their shit, and the guy's just getting all this publicity for something that he knew. If he said it, it would just get talked about. Yep. And by the way, he he, he did nothing more but just pose it as a question. Yeah. Even though we know that's what and what it was, but he just he he he, did, he made it seem like he didn't actually say it himself. I'm I'm saying is that what they're saying? <laughs> that's what he thought he heard. Right. Yeah. As as right. Amazing. As as the commentator did in you know in that NASCAR, in the NASCAR. Thing. yeah yeah covered up so I mean that's all he was doing is he was he was using that situation to just mirror that yeah. and um, if you think about it it actually is again Pat McAfee brilliance yeah yeah because you can get away with fucking anything right now and I mean what is Vince Vince is not going to go. Hey Pat, you need to. Vince might have even been the one in his ear going, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> say this." It probably <laughs> was. It probably was. I could say hey, that. If you say this, I got a hundred million trillion dollar egg for you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh man. Well, cool, man. Um, I guess that kind of uh, covers that. So yeah, we have. Um, Sami Zayn end up winning that, which is I love when they always have those matches and you totally forget who's out of the ring. Cause first you're thinking, oh Jeff Hardy, yeah, you know he's gonna win and his hometown and all that, and you totally forget that. Oh, Sammy no one just, wins in their hometown, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, so we'll see. We'll see exactly where that go. Good stuff for uh, WWE. I guess that in that case, man, we can jump right over. Unless you had, did you guys want to mention anything else about the show? Okay, uh, no. Let's go over to AEW, and I will say, Sin City Steve, I will say that the twenty-minute promo between the two were awesome okay between between the two mjf cm punk i guess i should say dynamite because there were two but there was no promo to start off on uh, rampage but uh i i yeah i i just I, I gotta give it to him man and i gotta give it more 
Okay, first off, let me finish my, finish my thought. Okay, I got to give it to, to to MJF. This guy right here is not that it's it's we already know. Videotape performing his rendition of "You Are My Sunshine." I was so impressed with it that I asked him to come on my show. Please welcome five-year-old cutie patootie Max Friedman. <laughs> So I guess that would have been the line where CM Punk mentioned that while he was selling out Madison Square Garden, he was uh, marking out for Rosie O'Donnell. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Man, I mean, there was, I don't know, there are all types of stuff. I mean, you say you're straight edge, but you're looking like a meth addict. (laughs) I mean... Uh, um, you know, he told him that you can drop pipe bombs, but I drop nukes. Uh, called him nostalgia. His new name, PG Punk. <laughs> um, mentioned him connecting him with hustle, loyalty, respect. Uh. <sighs> It's, you know, what were you doing the past seven years besides uh, creating comic books that nobody read or movies nobody saw? I mean, it was just boom, 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 boom. Now, let me tell you this, Sin City. This is my issue, right? Because this is going, this is building up to be something great. And I think MG, MJF is, and I could be wrong on this, but I, I think when you're talking about taking someone up to the next level. I think this can be the moment where he could be taken to that next level. But my God, if they mess this up and CM Punk beats him, it this is the point where, it, as far as I'm concerned, the reason why I just, I'm like, I'm out. Because this is the moment where MJF really now could go to that next level just on the promo he did here. And and CM Punk, by the way, has some good singers too. I don't want to take anything away from him. But MJF held his own um, in that manner, made it very entertaining. And if he was the, when they have that match, he wins that match, that would be something I think putting over MJF. He ain't put over nobody yet, but this could be. The question is, is he? And for some reason, I don't feel that he is. Comments. I I agree with exactly what you said. Okay. Um, I I think that, you know, they they do need to they do need to utilize this moment as and this particular opponent as the person to give CM Punk his first loss in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, realistically speaking, um, the, I believe the match is going to happen at winter is coming, um, in a month maybe. Um, so if that's the case, then we're going to continue to have a lot of build. Mm -hmm. Um, something also to keep in mind is, you know, these guys went out there and they had a masterclass in, in promos. Um, no other way to slice it. Yeah. Um, you, you, you mentioned that it was a 20 minute promo and it, it felt 
like it was a five minute promo. Like it, it felt like it flew by, mm-hmm. but the experience itself was great. Um, and quite frankly, when CM Punk first came to AEW, a lot of us, um, you know, a lot of us mentioned, Hey, can you imagine the promo, the, the promo back and forth that we're going to see between punk and MJF if they, if they let them go at it? Yeah. Well, I think that, I think that we've got quite a bit of, uh, greatness in store for us. Um, I believe winter is coming is in three weeks on TNT maybe. Yeah. Um, so if that's better, the case, but they better not waste the match on TNT to be honest. Well, their their next their next pay per view is not until like January eighth. January, yeah. Why? Which I, no, no. I I I am totally not. fine. I am totally fine if they if they push it out that far. But something tells me that it's not going to be on pay per view. I think that it's going to be, and it's a it's a mistake in in how they're doing it. But yeah. it it if you could actually have that be the main event of the 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 special show you know the themed show uh on tnt yeah all right let's talk let's let's talk about special theme and finally get to it now that everything is not fucked up and uh let's uh well let's look at this because this is just too uh too classic to uh pass up here and most people probably didn't even know this happened (laughs) performing his rendition of you are my sunshine i was so impressed with it that i asked him to come on my show please welcome five-year-old cutie patootie max friedman he still fits in those clothes too (laughs) how's it going max great great good to see you do you watch the show a lot? Yeah, how, how long have you been watching? How, how many years? Well, that's two. Two years, yeah. How old are you? Five. Five years old. Do you have any brothers or sisters? Two sisters. How old are they? Uh, well, I just forgot, so... Yeah, okay. That's okay. That's all right, exactly. You don't have to remember that. Who needs to know that? They're not here, are they? Yeah. Are they here? Yeah. Yeah, really? They're backstage? Yeah, well, maybe we'll find out at the commercial then. Now, Max, are you in kindergarten? Uh, no, why? No, why? Why? Why are you in kindergarten? No, no, I mean the why. Oh, you're at the why. I'm sorry. I'm confused. Yeah. Now, um, when you decided to send in the tape, what, what made you think of doing that? Uh, I want you to uh, see my opera. You wanted me to sing your opera? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want to be when you grow up, an opera singer? Yep. Who's your favorite opera singer, Max? Uh... Well, I really don't know this. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen any opera before? Uh, well, just a little. A little bit? Well, a little time ago, I did opera. You did? Yep. Yeah, where did you do opera when you first started? Uh, a long time ago. A long time ago, yeah. Was it fun? Yep. A lot of people enjoyed your opera? Yeah, yeah. So when you made the tape, did you think you'd get to be on this show? Yeah. Yeah. Who picked the song that you sang on the tape? Well, nobody told me. No one told you? No. You just chose it yourself? Yep. Yep. Your favorite song, Max? Is it your favorite song? Yeah. Yeah, what song is it? 
Oh, you want my sunshine. You want my sunshine. Would you like to do a little rendition of it now? <laughs> All right. Take it away, Max. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. You know, Michael, you should go sit in the corner for that. Take a 10-minute uh, timeout. <laughs> Why? Why, man? It's relevant. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. That's yeah. why Tony Khan gives him the big bucks. You realize yeah. Tony Khan never saw him wrestle. He just saw oh, that sure. tape, and that's how he signed him. Oh boy! <laughs> Jeez! Oh man! Uh, so, um, as far as matches yeah. for Dynamite, um, CM Punk over QT Marshall in what should have been about a thirty-second squash. Him, G- him right. hitting the GTS. Yeah, uh, it, dude, it it took way too long um, for him to 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 finish this guy off. Hello. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Oh God! Um, the whole the whole fucking MJF video totally threw me off. Um, <laughs> that happened. Yeah. Uh, Thunder Rosa uh, defeated Jamie Hader uh, and advanced in the TBS tournament. Um, and what a shocker! Thunder Rosa drags Jamie Hader to her best match in AEW. There's there's something yeah. I never would have seen coming. Yeah. Um, just for the just for the effect of everything, um, Brian Danielson over Colt Cabana was a lot of fun because you had Colt Cabana, who is forever endeared to the city of Chicago. And he got his fucking head kicked in and he got his fucking teeth kicked out, <laughs> which uh, which I was I was a mark for that. I, I absolutely I popped when I saw the uh, the piece of tooth in the ring, whether or not that was, uh, you know, actually his tooth or whether it was a plant doesn't matter. I was uh, in full on suspending my disbelief mode at that point. So <laughs> that was good shit. Yeah. No, Steve, it actually, it was a tooth. It wasn't a plant. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to have a plant come out of your mouth. Breaking news. Fucking ass. <laughs> And then uh, in, in, in your main event, in the match that nobody wanted, Cody Rhodes and <laughs> Pack and the Lucha Bros, they somehow, somehow took the fall. Uh, but it wasn't, it, it wasn't Cody that got the, that was pinned, obviously. Um, yeah, so it was Malachi Black, Andrade, El Idolo, and FTR picking up the win. Um, I mean, there was... Uh, this this match was unfortunately overshadowed by some pre-match antics for me in which uh, Cody took off his weightlifting belt and threw it into the crowd and the crowd threw it back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was the first time that that happened. And um, yeah, it was it was just uh, all about, you know, the uh, the weight, the weight belt spot for me uh, in this match. But 
yeah, please just turn Cody heel. That's all that that's all that I'm asking for. Like that's all that's at the top of my fucking Christmas list. Just turn Cody heel. That's that's it. You know, the the only problem with it is that now if he turns heel, the only heat he'll have is go away heat. He was stupid. He he should have turned heel months ago before the fans. And now it's like there's no say he needs to go away. Yeah. He literally has to go away, thus the go away heat, I guess. But that's the only thing that can save him for now is just disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, the uh and then we'll just kind of roll into Rampage. Yeah. Um it Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, um versus Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta. Um obviously everything that, that you would expect from an orange Cassidy match um, with the uh, the humor and the the uh, the creative spots, we shall say. Um, it they 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 actually had some pretty good chemistry. I thought um, solid match. Uh, Cole and Fish pick up the win um, after Fish hits Yuta with an avalanche falcon arrow off the top, which was pretty awesome uh, in its execution. Done absolutely. Yeah, I'll perfectly. give you. I'll give that props on that. I saw that finish. I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, Britt Baker uh, lost to Riho, and uh, this just so happened to have the stipulation that if Riho wins, she earns a women's world title match. <sighs> okay. Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, 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 it was a ten-minute match. Basically, half of it was in a commercial break, so whatever. <laughs> <sighs> and then uh, your main event was Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Garcia. Uh, Kingston picks up the win in 15 minutes. This match and um, the other match that I had mentioned um, from night one, uh, or, you know, from Dynamite with uh, Punk taking forever to uh, defeat QT Marshall. Um, I think that this match definitely could have been cut in half on time. Um, While they did, you know, tell a a decent story with, uh, with Kingston and his knee, um, I think that it did just kind of drag just quite a bit. Um, and yeah, it, the right person won, but the match was just way too long and drawn out. Yeah. yeah we, we, we forgot the biggest moment. Nope. And that was Dante it. Martin leaving Leo Rush for Taz's team. <laughs> right. I guess. Yeah. <sighs> I don't get that one. Not at all. Not at all. So, being truthful, Sin City, uh, are are you getting a somewhat a little bit aggravated from what you see happening over in the AEW side? I know we're going to be talking about some things over in three count later on, just on ratings and and what they're looking to do to try to keep everything going but just from what you're seeing just on you know the past few weeks this past week do you have any concerns from what it is not really no no okay Um, all right no i mean it's it is what it is um until the network themselves come out and say that they're not happy with how aew or you know doing things or you know if they're doing any uh 
if they're not satisfied with the product that they're getting, I should say, then there should be some cause for alarm. But until that happens, it's not a big deal. But I mean, you you are still entertained by it, is what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I, I okay, okay. I, I I go I go out of my way to watch AEW shows live each week. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. All right, thank you for that AEW uh, recap there. Man, for Impact Wrestling, it was pretty cool. They done they did something a little different this week. I know that <laughs> I know that they've been doing a lot of tapings <sighs> of, of of shows, so everyone kind of felt they were going to probably get a a taped show, but they actually brought back one of their reality shows, Wrestle House. Now, I'm going to say this, Sissy. I see you shaking your head. First, shout out for you for actually watching. Did you watch it all? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it all too. Listen, yeah. I truly find all of that, as ridiculous as it is, I do find it entertaining. And I found Wrestle House itself when it, when they, and they did that during the pandemic as a way to keep content and still have, you know, do have some wrestling matches and all that. Um, and they did a lot of their matches outside during the year. But to bring it back, and it was so funny because now it makes sense. When we were at the show, oh, man, getting a feedback just like, what the heck? <laughs> Sorry about that. You probably heard that noise too, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, after the show, I think it was after Bountiful Glory, I had seen Dino walking out. And... I was like, um, I was like, man, bring back Swingers Palace. <laughs> and he said, uh, we probably don't have that, but we got something even better coming. Now, little did I know <laughs> that he was talking about Wrestle House 2 until it came on. But without really going into what the entire, because I just, I just recommend people just to check it out. If you, it's a, just a reality show. This whole storyline was that, uh, Dion felt bad for um, Swinger for losing his match against the Demon at Bound for Glory, who, of course, we now know, which I think you guys already have figured out, he thought was Gene Simmons. That was from Kiss. So he's upset. Uh, he felt bad about it. And Dion was like, look, I want, he was my boss in Swinger's Palace. I want to have see him happy again and in return of making him happy i'll give you my soul rosemary who of course rosemary is the person who snaps her fingers and puts you right into this this wrestle house all right so that was pretty much the storyline of all of that for swinger to have some happiness and they spent two hours going through seven weeks of of finding some happiness through there so like i say um, again, it's, it's great if, if, because if you watch impact, they make a lot of jokes. I mean, they, they, they clown themselves. They clown other people who've been in the, in the company. Uh, they take jabs on all types of things. And if, you know, as long as you, you kind of keep up, you kind of get a lot of the, um, a lot of the jokes and things that they, that they were doing, but great episode overall not necessarily the best because you didn't get it you did get three matches but they, they weren't like the best matches they were all going towards the storyline of wrestle house that they were trying to tell and 
they never really said, you know, Russell House is over. I mean, technically the show didn't end where, you know, I mean, you would assume that it's a wrap, but it kind of ended with them still being in the house. So who knows? We know at this moment, man, they are now working a way to uh, the hard to kill pay-per-view was in January. We still know that they got at least four tapings that they taped out here. So I don't know when those will start. I might start next week. That'll at least take them into January. Um, so they may run another couple of episodes of Wrestle House. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. I was actually shocked to see Wrestle House too. But nevertheless, it was it was pretty cool. Um, if you get a chance to watch it, watch it. If you if you're a fan of Impact, you will enjoy it. If you're not, you're gonna be like, what is this shit? Why am I watching this? Who are they? I'm out. Like, seriously, <laughs> you know, but if you're familiar with everybody, I think you would get a really good. By the way, the commentators for when they wrestled, okay, when they had wrestling matches, the commentators was, was Father Mitchell, Dr. Ross. You hear that, Michaels? Dr. Ross. <laughs> and, oh, no, Dr. Ross has been on the show before. Yeah, and Sin Bodie. All right, so those were your commentators, which you can only imagine how that sounded. And they even shot a lot of that, of course, because they're in Vegas at the uh, FSW, I'll call it arena. Uh, is that what it's called? I'm not sure. But Elra at FSW, so they, they, they shot a lot of the matches there. And so um, that was pretty cool to see because you, when you saw the venue, it was like, oh, okay, that's like, that's FSW, <laughs> you know? So it was pretty cool to see that they did that. And um, I was like, I wonder what, uh, I was wondering, like, I wonder where they take that, which house they was at. But I'm sure that was some uh, nice little Airbnb somewhere around town or or whatever. But um, anyway, it was cool to see. If you get a chance to, if you didn't see it, and you're a fan of Impact, check out this past week. It was all about uh, Wrestle House 2. If you saw Wrestle House during the pandemic, it was just... Um, Added on to that, and it was pretty good. Uh, that's all I'll say about that. Unless you want to add anything, Sin City, being that you kind of you watched a little bit of it. I so what I'll say about it was, you know, I could not watch this on a recurring basis every single week, mm-hmm. but I, I think that it was good, you know, given the fact of when it when. It actually fell, which was, you know, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, it, it was basically um, I saw a couple of people online compare it to like a holiday special. Yeah. You know, if you were watching watching any kind of a drama and, you know, they were doing a holiday special that was not canon. It you know, there really wasn't anything um, that they will pay off in like long term storytelling or right. anything of that nature. Um, so I, I think that it was completely good. I I. I it was good entertainment. Yeah. Like I said, I couldn't watch it every single week, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind it, and in fact, I uh, I was fully entertained. Yeah, and that's the main thing, man. And and you know what? And I think that's really cool because we all know that, and around this time at Thanksgiving, when with WWE, you're gonna you're gonna get pies in your face. You're gonna get turkeys, you know, through a table, or or even now with AEW, you're gonna have a, someone sitting down and they got food all out. So. 
you know, for Impact to go, listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna be the third company to do something that's similar to everyone else. Let's just do something completely different. And I just like the fact that they just think out of the box and they just like fuck it, let's just do something different, you know. And um, and I think Russell House was something that was exciting to see back during the pandemic. Um, and you know, they was I, I guess they figured what the hell? Why don't we just do that again? We need to fill in some time. Uh, you know, again, before they they start showing the tape shows to lead eventually in, into Hard to Kill. So um, I think it works great. So it was good to see that, man. All right. Do you have anything Sin City on uh, New Japan? Is anything happening that we should know about? So there's, you know, New Japan loves the round robin style tournaments. Yeah. And uh, they are uh, they're currently in... Uh, about halfway through the best of the super juniors tournament and also the world tag league tournament. Mm -hmm. So right now, um, it, yeah, it's, it's about half over, like I said, and mm -hmm. show is leading the way currently with 10 points. Um, you've got, uh, Katamaru and Taiji Ishimori in second with eight points, El Desperado and Hiromu Takahashi with seven, mm -hmm. Bushi and uh, Taguchi with six. Robbie Eagles, Dookie, Yo, Master Wado, and El Phantasmo all with four. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. And, uh, of course, what'll, uh, what it'll end up yielding will end up being um, a junior heavyweight championship match um, in the future. Uh, the World Tag League Tournament, um, Tetsuya Naito and Sonata currently in first with 10 points. Uh, Tanahashi and Yano uh, tied up with Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. with eight points. Uh, Tamatanga and Tangaloa are tied with Bad Luck Fale and Chase mm -hmm. Owens, also with Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi, and also with Great Okan and Hanare, all with six points. Um, Tenzan and Kojima, Evil and Takahashi with four points. Yuji Nagata and Tiger Mask, four with two points. And interesting, um, Minoru Suzuki and Taka Michinoku are evidently a team in this tournament. Okay. And uh, as of right now, they have not won a match. So uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. they're uh, they're chilling at the bottom of the standings with no wins right there with uh, Makabe and Honma. So interesting stuff. Uh, the winning team will obviously get a uh, a World Tag Team Championship uh, match as well. Perfect. Thank you much for that. You know, it's funny. I just found I couldn't find my SmackDown notes from uh, earlier, and I just found them. So what Paul said was, I used to like you because others thought you were pretty. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, that's what I – and then I, wrote, then I wrote down things that I, I thought was great that Roman – he said, first off, rumors give losers false hope. I'm like, okay, I like that. I like that. He talked about the idea of management being desperate now, you know, because they can't figure out someone for him to, uh, to, to, to fight against. He says, hey, let three of them win tonight. Doesn't matter. One line I thought it was pretty interesting. It says, when my days are done around here, and I could be sooner than later, then the whole world would acknowledge me. I caught that. I'm like, oh, no, man, I'll be leaving. Because if Roman yep. if Roman was the lead, who now takes that spot? 
we always ask that question when someone leads, who takes that next spot? And um, I don't know. I mean, is Big E ready to take the Roman Roman Reigns spot? I mean, I don't think so. I, I would want. I, to I be, don't. But... I don't think anybody's ready for that. Yeah, I don't think I don't so think either. Anybody, anybody can assume his position. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Roman's leaving there, DJ. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying based going over what he said. But wait, Matt Michaels, boy, he takes things so goddamn literally. Anyways, hey, tell us. As we jump over into FSW, because that's our, some of our local wrestling. Before I let you get into that, the Falco Fouls was awesome. I hope you got a chance to hear it. Well, we had Brian Cage on. And my God, are you telling me, Matt Michaels, that Brian Cage was doing the interview while he was working out? Are you telling me that's really what he was doing? Yeah. Wow. On the, on the, on the stair machine. It's crazy. Please. I wouldn't. Listen, he was walking stairs while talking for a half an hour. See, that just shows you how shape he is because I wouldn't have been able to do it. Can you imagine me no. doing this podcast? It would have been, welcome to another edition. I'll probably just pass right out. So shout out to you, Brian, for doing an interview while you were working out, man. And it was a great interview. And hopefully you guys get a chance to hear uh, the DeFalco Files, and he was talking about the match he had this weekend. Matt Michaels was actually there live, man. Tell us how the event went down uh, this past this this weekend. Yeah, it was uh, it was really a great uh, show and no escape. Um, you can uh, look it up uh, on Fight TV and order the replay for that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Brian uh, took on Hammerstone. Uh, in a really, really good match. Um, very solid, very entertaining. Um, and uh, no, there there was no win for Brian Cage. Uh, he did not win the championship. Uh, there was uh, massive interference by the new tag team champions, Toka Uso. Oh, um, okay. So uh, down the line, maybe we see Brian Cage come back and tag with Hammerstone against the tag team champs, uh, Toa and... Uh, and juicy okay um we also got a new nevada state champion in the cage we got uh remy marcel beating class for uh his title getting it back to him okay um you uh saw sandra moon defend her uh, title against uh viva van uh and that that vicious evil viva van attacked sandra moon uh after she won the match uh so um Vivian's doing some great things out there. Um, and maybe we'll see her back. Um, you had a six-man cage match for the number one contenders for the FSW No Limits champion. And Jay Vidal won that match. Again, very, uh, very entertaining match. Uh, six guys in a cage at once doing all these different things. Uh, it really was uh, something to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you also got uh, a new FSW No Limits champion in Chris Bay. So Bay ah. is now holding the title. Um, and uh, Jay Vidal is now the number one contender by winning that cage match. So uh, it looks like uh, the possibility is Chris Bay versus Jay Vidal in the uh, foreseeable uh, future. Okay. And then nice. uh, you have... Damian Drake and Matt Vandergriff beat the living hell out of each other oh, in sure. a weapon steel cage match that was just uh, just brutal. 
brutal, 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 uh, just a uh, very intense, very uh, man, a lot of a lot of uh, ta- a lot of doors getting broken in that match. A lot of uh, barbed wire being used, uh, some thumbtacks. Uh, wow, uh, a lot of chair shots. Some some really brutal chair shots going on as well. Um, so well, I listened. Yeah, that, I listened to the day. I listened to the interviews with Damian Drake, and he looked like he he just really wanted to get some answers. My question is, I am assuming he must didn't get any ander, um, any answers at all from uh, Vandergriff. No, he lost. Yeah, he lost. Damian Drake left laid out there uh, for the one, two, three. So wow, uh, wow. no, no answers, and uh, we'll see if uh, we'll see if more answers. Uh, if any answers get uh, get brought up, uh, you know, anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, it was a really solid show uh, overall. Uh, you also had Filthy Tom Lawler lose to Graves in a uh, Natural Born Killers or a Bloodsport type match. Um, very, very, uh, you know, just a very stiff, uh, nice, nice uh, shoot match. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just just good stuff all around. Very good stuff. Uh, but DJ, yes, NXT. You don't watch a show and then you totally forget it happened. I know, and I and I I, I, I won't lie, I absolutely did because it. Um, <laughs> I it for whatever reason wasn't on my uh, <laughs> DVR. So yes, let's talk about NXT because I absolutely forgot about that. I'm glad you mentioned it. Well, what's going? And on? the only reason I bring it up is because No Escape was uh, four cage matches, and uh, the upcoming uh, NXT big uh, pay per view uh, style thing is War Games, and we now know who will be participating in the War Games for the men, and that's going to be the youngsters versus the veterans. Oh. So you're going to have uh, Bron and uh, Carmelo Hayes and D'Angelo and uh, and Waller going against uh, Champa, Eli Knight, Gargano, and Pete Dunn. Huh. Wow! It's gonna it, it's gonna <laughs> it's my yeah. money's on the uh, on the veterans, but I guess it would only make book smart book uh, uh, great booking for the not veterans to win <laughs> yeah yeah I the, you would assume, the, the, right? the two point the two point oh crews definitely win in that match yeah you you would assume that's uh what's gonna happen but right, uh yeah. you know that that was the big uh thing that uh the main event led to is uh that huge announcement and uh when braun came out uh <laughs> and just screamed into the microphone for four games and the fucking uh, siren hit and the and just eight guys beating the crap out of each other as the show went off was just wonderfully done. Yeah. Um, there also was something that uh, was kind of um, interesting because it it looks like potentially that um, a promo that was aired a a, a video package that was aired. Um, might have been uh, stopped before we even get to see it. And um, that was uh, something that was pointed out by um, 
Brian Alvarez. Um, they uh, showed a a video of, uh, and I'm I'm trying to grab the name of her again because I've never heard of her. Uh, Tiffany Stratton is is the name of the uh, the character. So we'll see if uh, we we get this actual character. Um, <laughs> she is playing a um, kind of like a a valley girl. Uh, who was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. Um, and uh, her father has been paying for her tennis lessons uh, and that kind of shit uh, so that she has the best serve in the entire country club. Uh, and her dad believes she's ready for NXT and, she, and daddy's never wrong. <laughs> <What>? So, <laughs> And it was yeah. just this... Wonderful vignette of uh, of Tiffany Stratton in a uh, short skirted uh, tennis outfit, uh. right? And you you didn't see her full face in the entire promo. No, no. it was it was just it was just showing off her body, and I it was like, all right, I mean, we're we're inching back toward the Attitude Era, which <laughs> hey, people have been people have been asking for that shit for the longest time. So, and now the second that they do anything whatsoever that somewhat pushes the envelope, people are up in a fucking uproar about it. The, yeah. the bottom line is this just proves that the Attitude Era as it was would never last even a full show in today's no. climate. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. No, not at all. So that's, uh, you know, this interesting stuff going on. Uh, so you'll have the uh, women's uh, war games match and the men's war games match. Uh, you're also going to have uh, Cameron Grimes going against uh, Duke in a uh, uh, a hair versus hair match. Oh boy! So yep, yep. Get ready for uh, Cameron to. Uh... I just I just wonder though if Cameron loses, I think that it would be more unique if. Because no one ever says it has to be your head. So they shaved Cameron's body hair off. That would be phenomenal. That's funny. That's never happened before. And that would be great. Yeah, that would be a good. Yeah. I could see that. That'd be funny. <laughs> NXT, man. All right. I'm about to figure out a way to watch it. Especially so I can see the. Uh... Figure out a way to watch it. Well, this past week, because it didn't for some reason. Yeah. I it, it I don't know. It, uh, it didn't record right or something. It, it's called pay, pay your pay your bills, there, DJ. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh man. All right, man. I think we're done. Everyone, thank you for hanging out with us. This is was our wrestling talk. We're gonna. Get ready if you're watching us live. We're going to jump into our three count. If you're not listening to us live, the three count will be available in Tuesday's release. And we got three good topics that I think once you hear, you're going to definitely want to have some input in that. So make sure you listen. Feel free to always send us an email if needed. Vegas bad boys of podcasting at gmail.com. And you also can hit us up on our social media. Uh, everything is at Vegas Bad Boys. So Twitter, IG, Facebook, leave a comment there. We promise that we will get back to you. All right. So with that, we thank you for hanging out with us. We will see you next week. And until then, peace.
biggest bad boys of podcasting. 